isn't a whole lot of the success and happiness in life based on the principle of expectation that that your expectation is set at the right level that if you expect too much you're not going to be happy and if you expect too little you're not going to be happy and it's very very hard to set that expectation it's great it's very important to have that conversation with kids right you know the expectation what do you expect you know what's realistic what is possible here and um Right, everything that's forced gets rejected eventually. You see it with, um, you see it in businesses. Um, to be honest, you see it with the present mandates on vaccinations worldwide. If every government in the world said, you can choose if you want to get vaccinated or not, it's up to you. Your health is, your life is your choice then there would be absolutely zero problem. There would be zero problem because those who want would take it and those who don't want would not take it and there would be no force. Mm -hmm. So it, it's the applied pressure of force that creates the resistance, which then creates the problem. And then there's even a very strong argument for force is applied to create resistance that everybody with a brain knows that if they force someone to do something, and these people are not stupid, everybody with a brain knows that if they force someone to do something, they will automatically create resistance. Mm. And they will automatically create a, what we call a, a powder keg, a sort of gunpowder mm. situation where something will explode and there will be conflict eventually um mm -hmm. which is uh, which is very sad um here's an interesting little story and i think we all know this to be true but this was reaffirmed to me over the christmas period and it was something that i knew but i didn't place the right value on i knew it was important but actually it's extremely important, but I, I didn't have the right value system with it, which is that, and how do I put this? Um, I got to go back, I got to take a step back and talk about a friend of mine. I was talking with a friend of mine about ice cream, right? And this, this is going back like six months. And I was talking about the, 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 cost and price of things. And I was saying that, you know, ice cream is quite expensive. <laughs> if you if you buy, um, if you go to like a shop that sells specialized ice cream, and this is like a special Scottish thing, right? If you go to a shop that sells this specialized ice cream and you get an ice cream for yourself and you can't just have one scoop of ice cream, you've got to have two or three, yeah, and you get for yourself and you get for your, for your kids and family and friends, you know, it's, it's, it's 20 pounds. <laughs> You know, gone right. straight away, right? Very, very. In five minutes, <laughs> you've licked, you've licked away, <laughs> twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it. Children affect a lot of what the parents spend their money on. Just like studies, studies show that most of what is bought in a home, although the man might buy it, it is wanted by the woman, right? Mm. Most of the things. The same with um, luxury cars, 
right? Most of the things in luxury cars are not seen as necessary by men, but by women. Mm. And when the woman gets into the car, she is happy and satisfied by the luxury of the car, not the man. Because the man doesn't want the car. The man wants the symbolism connected with the car. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, 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 there's a lot going going on there sort of subconsciously, psychologically. Um, and the same with, uh, with parents and children where um, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of, pr- a lot of pressure put on parents to make sure their children perform well. Like you want the best for your children, don't you? And it, it, it's kind of a redundant and ridiculous question to ask parents, but it's always put out there. You know, you want the best for, of course, every parent wants the best for their children. It, it, most people fail to understand that that's going to be different for different people in, in different situations, you know? Then in some parts of the world, the best for, for your children means putting them in the best school in other parts of the world the best for your children means giving them clean water to drink right i mean there's really different values still across the world so anyway back to the 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 point about values which is related to um to to the ice cream where i was i was a I wasn't complaining. There's a word in English, lamenting. A, a, a lament is a sad story, right? Or a, you know, and I was I was lamenting the the cost of the ice cream and the fact that the money just disappears uh, instantly um, for no <laughs> real benefit. And um, I was saying that if I was, I was pointing out that you can you can go to a shop and buy sort of prepackaged ice cream and mm. you spend three, four pounds, right? And, but if you go to the ice cream shop and buy the ice cream, it's like you spend 20 pounds. There's a big, big difference in, mm. in cost there. And my, my friend said, yes, that's true. But think about the experience of going to the ice cream shop. It's an event. It's a whole magical world of expectation and choice and surprise it's a whole it's a whole experience that you don't get if you just buy something Mm. in a box all prepared you you miss out on the experience that you can create and share and it was it was a very good point. And moving forward in time from from that, at Christmas, I spent a few days with my with my kids, and we have a Christmas tree and we have presents under the Christmas tree. And um, it just happened naturally that we didn't open all of the presents at the same time yeah i said i talked with my kids about the presence and we sort of agreed that that wasn't the most important thing about mm-hmm. christmas and i said okay you can open you can open one present every day right which 
some people will <laughs> think that which that's cover great. for you uh, which cover for you one year <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> i understand why i'm not i'm not going to disagree with you okay i'm not going to disagree with you about that right um i think to understand the value in anything you need time spend time with that thing and so that that's my personal perspective um mm. the, the the value it is very much related to time and i said you you'll get a gift and you'll you'll have a day to appreciate that gift you have all day to appreciate that gift and that that that's it right um mm. but i but if you open four gifts on one day you can't use four things at the same time right and then what have you got to look forward to the next day? So um, this is just a personal thing for me where I think if you've got, if you're lucky enough to be in a situation where you've got time and money over the Christmas period that, you know, between Christmas and New Year, you've got seven days. And I think it would be, if, you, if, you've, if you've got seven gifts and have one gift a day, I think that that makes a much brighter experience than ripping open everything at once and not knowing what but everybody likes different things in a different way so you know whatever works for people you know do whatever works so but this is this was an, an agreement from negotiation that i had with my kids that we would not open everything at once we would mm. do it in little stages and um one of the gifts <laughs> i'll get to the point eventually one of the gifts was uh, from my parents so from the, the children's grandparents to my youngest daughter, Jazz, who is six. And um, on one of the days, and the children were not really, you know, the children were not really sort of get up in the morning and want to open the presents. And because we were doing lots of other activities and it was all interesting. And um, so my, my youngest daughter said, can I open a present for my grandparents? Said, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? And um, I said, you know, you know where the presents are under the tree. I was busy doing something else. I said, if you want to go and open it now, you can go and open it now if you want to do it. Mm. And um, she said, yeah, Dad, I want to open it. But more importantly, I want you to watch me open it. Mm more important than the gift was the experience of the gift it, it's it's fascinating to me more important than the gift was the experience of the gift and i think this is true in so many situations and we miss it more important than the meeting is everything around the meeting is who's there and why they're there and what they're there for and how they can contribute. It, 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 there's so much more in everything than we, than we really understand. This is really visible in conflicts that people have, you know, conflicts are not just because of one thing. They're not, they're not just because of one thing. Conflicts can build over many years and there can be like 50 different things in one. And when a person, or people are in conflict. It's not just about one thing. That there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of historical stuff in people's minds as well. And um, and it's a whole set of values. And 
this this one thing that my daughter said to me, she said, I want you to watch me open the gift. The, that's more important than the gift. Sharing the experience of the gift is more, it just didn't matter what the gift was. Completely mm. irrelevant what the gift was. What was important was the experience and the experience was shared. And that really, really, really helped me focus on what was important. Where I knew it was important, but I didn't realize how important it was. I didn't realize how much more important it was, especially for my for my youngest daughter. Yeah. And she said, she said, you know, dad, I, come come here, sit down, watch me open it. Mm. And I was, you know, I was being a dad. And I was doing like 50 different things at once, right? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go do this now. And um uh, the, the mistake of multitasking, you know, not, not not being where you are and really enjoying the moment. And and I, I and I went with her and I took that moment to to sit with her and watch her open the present. And the joy that she got from it was that I watched it, mm. not that she got it. And Parents miss that a lot of the time. Not all parents, a lot of great parents out there. So not all parents miss it. But, you know, when, you're, when your kid is playing the game or singing in the concert or being part of whatever it is that they're doing, that this is observed by the parents. Mm. is more important than the actual activity. Dad, watch me climb the bars. It's more important for her that dad watches her climb the bars than she actually climbs the bars. Mm. And and I could just 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 that one thing changes the entire world of the child, right? Yeah, and it's it's also, it's a mirror of what the parents do as well. Mm. Because how many times are you gonna say to your daughter, watch me, right? I mean, mm. it's natural. It's a natural thing for, for a parent mm. to want to say to their kid. It's like the, the child will do something and you'd be like, no, 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 not like, not like that, <laughs> like this, right? You know, we, 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 we naturally want to correct the direction of, of everything that's going on. And um, in, at a very young age, the children pick up on this, this that, that helping and educating and being part and correcting the direction is all really important. And it's probably a very good sign that the child is saying, you know, watch me do this, because they're probably just mirroring what they've seen the parents do, which is the same thing. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, no, you you hold the you hold the pen like this, or yeah. or you uh, you, um, you 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 start on the left and read to the right, or uh, um, all those you know those 
those those basic elements. This is the process of, of things. And um, it's probably a sign of a very healthy relationship that the children have picked up on what the parents are doing and they're just mirroring that back to back to the parents. And that's what we're looking at when we're looking at what our children are doing. We are looking at what we ourselves are doing mm. at, at the same time. So um, as I said before, children don't really make mistakes. They live in a world of constant experimentation mm. um, where very often nothing is wrong. There's a, I think I gave before the, the example of there's, there are students in school who discover things that their teachers don't know about mm. just because they're, the, the students are more open-minded and there's no limitation to that. We see that with how intuitive children are with, with technology, right? Um, where, as I've, as I've often pointed out, that, that the children are very quickly better with the technical aspects than, than the parents are. And the parents should not get in the way of that. It's the parents' job to provide the right environment and to give moral guidance, um, but uh, not to get in the way of their children's development, which is why when a child is interested in something, that is the single most important thing in the world. Um, and I think it's like, if you, if you put money into a bank and you get extra money back from the bank, that's called interest. It's the interest that makes things interesting. Mm -hmm. and, and that is a key element to life. When someone, especially a child, is interested in something, that is when the parents need to guide them more in that direction or, 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 or take a step mm -hmm. back. And as you pointed out very clearly with the idea of skiing, you know, it's you provide the opportunity for your child to ski, you demonstrate what is necessary, and you then see what the result is. You see whether they want to do it more or if they don't want to do it at all. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really hard to make that judgment about how much is them and how much is you <laughs> because there's not a parent in the world that doesn't want good things for their children, mm -hmm. right? And um, sometimes we want to put our kids under maybe a little bit of pressure, a little bit of stress to, to go forward. And that's also necessary as well at certain times. Although personally, I think it's a mistake to tell children that they have to do it because you have to do it. I think that's a giant mistake. And I, I see that mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of the time where um, I think it's wrong to approach the relationship with the children from the perspective of 
I have to do things that I don't want to, so you have to do things that you don't want to. That's the wrong message to give to children. The right message to give to them is there is an opportunity to do something. How are you going to manage this? Right? How are you going to manage this? How are you going to turn good? Or how are you going to turn a problem into an opportunity? That's the way to look at it. It's difficult, it's problematic, but we can make something good from it.